0: hello and welcome to 40guard live I'm Derek Mankey and joining me today is and Gary <laughs> Reve how are you doing Gary I'm good how are you oh great it's good, good to, to speak with you I, I get the pleasure to speak with you every day uh, <laughs> but, but uh, today we get to speak to a wider audience and really discuss some of the good research that you've been doing what we've seen in terms of uh, ransomware in terms of wiper malware as well because there is some mm-hmm. some connections that we're making um so I just you know this Ransomware is now a, a household name, right? We talk about it all the time. We've highlighted it yeah. for, for years in our, our threat landscape report, as as most of our viewers should be aware. Throughout last year, we saw an unprecedented rise. We saw that with FortiGuard Labs is almost an 1100% increase in the first half last year. That that really barrage or surge has continued ever since, right, with, with Ransomware. So it, it's not going away. Um, and in fact, it's become a crowded space. Now, you actually called this out in, in one of your blogs, specifically those words, it's a crowded space. And I wanted to talk about that, right? Because, I, first of all, I remember doing my first conference presentation on ransomware, you know, I think almost 15 years ago. And, you know, back then, as we know, it was just data crypt, a data cryptor, not many of them. Um, and they didn't use strong encryption algorithms. And then there's this whole rise of, of data cryptors. Um, but it's gone much beyond that, right? And, and again, we're not just talking about one one or two pieces of ransomware. Um, like in 2015, CryptoWall was the big one back then, but it was all eyes on CryptoWall and one piece of ransomware. Now, as we call it an Ethereum landscape report, we're, we're dealing with handfuls, right? Like, you know, 10, 15 plus different ransomware groups. And, and that keeps growing, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, and and we can see that it really became um, a business. So it's it's not anymore just like hackers trying to get some money, uh, but but it really became a business model. And you know, as we see ransomware as a service also grow, and and see how attackers are also organizing themselves to uh, to divide the different tasks of you know collecting credentials and then selling that to to other operators who would then deploy the ransomware. And then there is this uh, uh, whole model, how to how, how to share the, uh, the, the collected money at the end of the day. So yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's really becoming a serious business at this point.
0: Yeah, the as a service model is definitely driving that too. And, and um, what's interesting is it's not, um, well, the, the innovation, right? I think that's another thing we've seen di- 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 diversification. So IE more stakeholders, more groups, the as a service model and affiliates, definitely more money I mean if we just look at um the the movement of funds and using crypto and and just the sheer amount of money that's moving um that's also uh really ballooned over the last several years and actually complicating the problem more uh but then you know on top of that I think what's what's the most interesting is looking at the technology right and we have now, as we know, we've gone from just the data cryptors to um, extortion models, double extortion, triple extortion. We have um, also now um, this threat. And we talked about this in our threat predictions um, um, of Wiper malware that is starting to the, the line is starting to become muddled, right? Like some of this technology we've seen inadvertently in in, uh, in ransomware um, attacks. We haven't seen it in a full blown tactical or, uh, you know, um, scale where they're really Doubling down on this yet? I think that's coming, but but I know you've done a, a blog on um, on this sort of breaking down um, wiper wiper malware, different technologies that's being used with that, and there has been some connection for ransom uh, as well, right?
1: Yeah, it's very interesting um, in terms of the relation between ransomware and, and wiper. Um, it it's where it very often happens that the wiper malware pretends to be a ransomware for various reasons. Um, there were examples in the past, like the German Viper, which, which pretended to be a ransomware, but at the end, it just basically destroyed files in the hopes that the victims are just going to pay anyway, even though that that they are not going to get their files back at the end. Um, obviously, this is just a short, um, short-lived short um, uh, campaign because once it gets out that, that you cannot recover your files, then nobody is going to pay the, the ransom. Yeah. Um, but the other interesting aspect is when when the wiper pretends to be ransomware to cover up the activity it does. It, um, for instance, NotPetya was a really good example for that. It did everything what the ransomware is supposed to do in a very sophisticated way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the reason for that was to cover up that it's actually a wiper and the goal is sabotage and not a criminal activity and, and as we know, it went very far away with that. So, um, so NotPetya was the most detru- destructive malware uh, today. So, um, so it was very successful in this way, and it confused the initial incident response a lot by by, by pretending to be ransomware because everybody was focusing on you know recovery and and whether to pay the ransom or not, uh, even though that wasn't really the goal of the the malware itself, right?
0: yeah yeah that is very interesting and tactical in in that sense too and i think um you know we've seen it's also interesting you talked about the um you know the german wiper because that's a inadvertent case again where it's destructive actually by nature because there is no um key offered right (laughs) there is no solution to to get the data back even though of course they uh, under Um, under their notes and that they say that, okay, there is, and they hope for the victims to pay their ransom. But effectively, it's still a um, a data cryptor gone wrong in that sense. And I think it's, A, it reminds us that these are cyber criminals, right? And um, what they promise, (laughs) take it with a grain of salt or take it with a handful of salt. Um, Because, again, all all the reasons we talk about not getting backed into a corner, what you should do for preventive preventative and you know mit- mitigation of this risk, because we are seeing these other cases where, hey, it's not even possible to get uh, the data back. And then, as I said, we have not just the data cryptors, but also this new threat looming of of the wipers, as you just talked about, too. Um, what, what different sorts of uh, wiper, um, I know you did a, a deep dive on this, but what sort of yeah. different um, technologies, th- different types of wipers are you seeing out there?
1: Um- I think one key differentiator is the motivation behind a, a wiper malware, um, mm. which could be, you know, as we German wiper uh, financial gain, but yeah. that's, you know, that's the least, least interesting when we talk about wipers. Um, the other is, is um, sabotage and, um, and cyber war. And that's, that's basically what we see now. And that's why there is, there's this increase in wiper malware because um, because uh, since the war started in, in, in Ukraine, uh, we basically have seen like, a wiper in every, every other week. So, so far, we yeah. have seen uh, seven wipers coming out related to, uh, to the war. Uh, seven so, wipers.
0: Sorry, I just wanted to yeah. pause there. That, that is quite incredible. Yeah, because I, I, I know we have talked about wipers before and um, in, in, in uh, your blog. It, the history goes back 10 years, right? I think dating all the way back to 2012 and Shamoon and uh, Dark Soul, as an example, I remember when those broke, uh, but there are far and few in between. And like maybe once a year, if that, we would talk about something, but seven already uh, this year, that that's a significant number,
1: right? Yeah, exactly. It's huge. Um, and to, to, get, to go back to the uh, differentiators, um, it's also interesting to talk about the techniques that these these different wipers uh, use to actually, you know, cause destruction. Um, so the very simple ones would just, you know, look at look for files and, and replace its contents with, you know, random bytes or or just zero bytes or something like that. Um, but then there are more sophisticated samples which would also uh, try to corrupt the the disk itself or, you know, the master boot record to to make the to make the, um, uh, the the computer in operational, and like for instance, in the case of Shamoon, um, in a in its in a scenario, it destroyed thirty thousand computers um, at the um, at the company, which just to replace these comp- these computers is, is a logistical nightmare. You know, you, you cannot buy like thirty thousand discs yeah. um, in a day or two. So, uh, so the destruction it can cause on on a hardware level—that's also very interesting. And um, and when we talk about wipers and, and ransomware as well, a really interesting aspect what we see is that they are actively looking for for backup solutions. So, just a simple one to to find uh, to delete the the Windows shadow copy, uh, which could be used to um, to um, recover. Uh, um, a broken window system mm-hmm. uh, but they actually many many ransomware samples and many wipers go out and look on the network to to see online uh, to find online um, backup solutions and to try to destroy those as well to to hinder the incident response and the recovery efforts um, so that's really important and and you know that's why we also suggest that 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 you you, you don't just have to have like a backup you have to have a an offline off-site backup that that is really separated from your active environment yeah, so to, yeah it's, it's to very
0: it's interesting because it's similar to the decryptors again right so ransomware and the data cryptors we saw them not at first but after a while evolved to also look for um, uh, backups of data that they can also encrypt because they, they don't exactly, want the, yeah. the recovery strategy it's the exact same thing what you're saying with with these wipers as well and scary in fact right because that can be automated they can look for further systems and more collateral damage that way Mm
1: -hmm. and
0: i think it's um, it's as as you said not as easy to 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 recover from um the other interesting thing is the um and, and also scary i think is the way that this is heading is there's more of these capabilities being built in. so you went, you talked about the master boot record um, techniques there's the partition wipers, there's the, the shadow copies you're talking about. but we're also starting to see and we've talked about this in our predictions before but we haven't thankfully seen this again at a full scale yet but the at, at the, the the worst end of the damage is uh, firmware you know uh, wiping and uh, bricking devices essentially as well too. There was some proof of concepts done in the past like brickerbot I remember uh, but again thankfully we haven't seen this at full scale but that's a worst case scenario because now you're not talking about recovering disks right you're, you're, yeah. you're talking about a device essentially becoming a paperweight.
1: Yeah this yeah. just happened that was the, this was the last uh, wiper we have seen um, when uh, the SC drain malware was was deployed on, on on modems around the world so satellite modems. And and basically break the modems, and uh, this made uh, like you know communication broke communications. Like in Germany, I think five thousand eight hundred uh, windmills got disconnected uh, because of that. And it didn't break the modems permanently, so with a firmware update you could bring them back. Um, but you know, obviously, for instance, with windmills you have to you know go there physically and and update the modem. So it's it's a lot of work, definitely.
0: Yeah. So where we're heading with this, uh, we talked about, of course, ransomware, wipers, two different things, but we're starting to see some connections. Thankfully, I haven't seen them in full scale, but I think the lesson here is that ransomware is um, here to stay. We as, as we talked about, not only is it becoming a more crowded space, more, more um, aggressiveness, sophistication technology for all those reasons we, we've been talking about on there. Uh, we're also seeing more evasion techniques being put in. Mm-hmm. Uh, you did a blog on Pandora, right? That's another specific example where you dive deep into all the different layers of obfuscation and packers and all these things that they're doing to specifically avoid detection, right? Because we talk about the TTPs, uh, the number one that we're seeing from cybercriminals is defense evasion. And um, you know it, it's a good example, I think, of what you called out in the Pandora blog.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Pandora was really interesting from this point of view uh, you know, from a ransomware functionality, it was as a lot of ransomware, uh, but from you know uh, anti-analysis and anti-reverse engineering techniques um, and defense evasion, it was really interesting that w- there was multiple layers of of uh, defense evasion techniques built in. Basically, when I first opened the sample, um, you know, there wasn't anything there to look at, so I, I had to work really hard on on on. Basically breaking down these layers of of anti uh, analysis techniques yeah. to be able to understand what the uh, what the malware exactly does.
0: Yeah. Uh, so
1: I think that also shows that that it is worth for ransomware operators to invest time and effort into building more sophisticated malware that they can use for a longer period of time.
0: Yeah, and I think it's a good example of the advanced persistent cybercrime that we've been talking. But again, it's just that sophistication level. Why? Because they've been heavily funded, right? They have more resources, simply, and they're, they're, they they um, they they can afford the the time and cost to because um, it's from their point of view, of course, in their best int- interest, especially when they're doing more sophisticated targeted attacks too. So I think we're going to continue to see that that happening. Um, yeah. You know, it's good news, bad news, as always, right? The bad news is yes, we're seeing this. Some of this technology being weaponized essentially and developed but at the same time we haven't seen in, in particular with some of the more advanced wipers combined with ransomware and their playbooks and the extortion models as an example we haven't we call that out in our predictions we haven't seen that yet in full scale i really do think it's coming so the good news mm-hmm. is we have time <laughs> to, to prepare i think right and um you know it's always good to be diligent about that uh, we talk about this all the time, of course, right? Being able to mitigate the risk because this is a high risk. Um, yeah. Everything from uh, you know zero trust network access to um, integrated intelligence in the fabric. segmentation is another big one too. I mean, you talked about having a piece of ransomware or sort wiper malware run wild on a system looking for shadow copies to delete in other systems. Again, having segmentation can actually uh, you know um, defeat that, right? and and at least give you a backup option. So, all of those combined are are you know the good news is that there's relevant defenses for that the other good news is that we have gary and other people on the team working on this <laughs> Four seven three sixty five, uh, a lot of smart people on the 40 guard labs team so thanks gary for your your effort and work on this um if you haven't seen those blogs you can check them out on blog.fortinet.com thanks gary for your time it's always a pleasure speaking with you
1: thanks Love. Uh, it was great yeah, talking to you
0: you as well this is derek Mankey with 40 guard live signing off